Chapter 1. I want us to start from verse 14. And then it says here, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten Father, begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John bear witness of him and, and cried saying, This was he of whom I speak, that he cometh after me and is preferred before me. For he was before me. And of his fullness have all we received. And grace for grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. <laughs> by Moses. Yes, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Many seated saints. The Lord was blessed the reading of his way and help us understand it. And help us to understand it. Saints, our subject today it was grace that taught me how to fail. I'm trying to take this subject from Thursday. From Thursday. From our message on Thursday. Thursday, not Wednesday. Amen. So, um, this is what we want to engage on. Amen. So, since uh, I believe that this message will help us and to, to help deliver many of us, from the bondage of sin and from all kinds of challenges that we are facing in the time that you are living in. Because uh, there is a problem in Christianity of not understanding God from what he is saying. It's unfortunate that we have teachers 
who went to school and yet coming back from school uh, having come back from school they do not understand God and that's the problem because had they understood God had they understood it would be easy for the people the people that we teach to receive the word do we understand that saying? so we need to engage on this particular matter this is a very beautiful uh, a very uh, sincere subject for us as the people of God. Because if we can understand this subject, all of us are going to overcome the devil and be victorious daily. Number two, we will have a testimony in Christ. Amen. The scripture says we have overcome the devil by the blood of the Lamb. Number one. Number two, by the word of our testimony. Number three, after we have had this testimony, we realize that our lives does not matter when it compares to what Christ has done for us. Amen, saints. Hallelujah. So, now, verse 16 says something very important. It says, the scripture says uh, 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 here that, and of his fullness, fullness, no, have we all received and uh, meaning we have received all his fullness I just want to do that so that we can understand I begin this and he says a grace for grace it's very important to understand that it's not grace to grace. It's grace for grace. Now, to understand this text, there is other verses that says, it says, in Christ dwelt the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Dwelleth the fullness of the Godhead body. Are we getting there? And the other scripture says, it says, all that was in God was poured unto Christ. Yeah, it's very important to use those words. Uh, you will understand why do I say that. Amen. It is to to pour it, to, to empty into 
meaning to empty to go Amen. Amen. So it's very important. I want you to follow that saints because I'm I'm trying to teach this not to preach. I want to teach it. Teach. So that at least before I can even be uh taken by it, at least you have an understanding on this. And so, words are very important. Amen. Hallelujah. So now, he says all that was in God was put into Christ and all that was in Christ is put into the church. And here John tell us the fullness have we all received. No. The fullness have all we received. Amen. Amen. You understand that? Amen. It's not everyone, it's not all that received it. It is all the fullness that have been received. Amen. Are we getting there? Amen. It's very important. I want you to get that. Amen. And then it says, and grace for grace. So I want you to understand what that fullness entails. It is grace for grace. So that there is a deep that calleth unto a deep. And if there's always a deep calling, there will be a deep responding. There is a certain amount of grace that is put into you. So that you can receive grace. Are we getting that sense? Let's be his holy name. Amen. So, uh, it says the law was given by Moses. But grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Amen. So, now, I will deal with the saints and then I believe that the Lord will help you Amen. So, we're talking about the subject, uh, the message of grace. Uh, we talk about the message of grace. Now, the reason why we have to come here is so that we may understand. You can listen to the message of grace preached uh, by William Brennan in 1961. That message will help you to catch where we are going. Amen. It's unfortunate, saints, that the subject of grace has never been understood for what God meant by grace. The people 
But that's why it isn't unfortunate that many will say to God, to Christ at the time. In your name, we did this. In your name, we did that. But Christ is going to deny these people. Because these people never had grace in them. And when the message of grace was released, they never understood it. And as a result, grace had no effect in their life. Try it. Are we getting there? It means it does nothing to you or for you. Because you have no spirit of grace in you. The spirit of grace is God. Because it is the spirit of God. So, grace plays an important role in the victory or victorious state of a Christianity, of, of a Christian. Because, I'm, I'm going to read this. There's something I want to read. Uh, we all sing Amazing Grace, right? It's the most beautiful song. When, after we teach this subject, you go listen to it. Go sing it yourself. You have the books. You will know what amazing grace means. When the churches and the ministers today talks about grace, they do not refer to the grace of God. Though they say the grace of God. Because that which they talk about is disgrace. It's not the grace of God. The grace of God is taught. And where it is taught, there's a whole lot of truth in it. No. Not all. Lord of. But not the full truth. Are we getting that? So, when they talk about grace, mainly in the world, especially Pentecostal churches and charismatic movement, they talk about grace and they will say it's unmerited favor. But that's not what grace is. It's some of what grace may be. But that's not the full truth about grace. Because that particular notion about grace releases to people the understanding and to suggest that grace 
as an excuse to live in sin. Oh, is an excuse to sin. Or an excuse to compromise sin. That's why many Christians have let down the bars. It is only in the message, I will repeat that. It is only in the message where grace can be lived and lived correctly. And only if it can be taught correctly in the message. Luckily, in the message, grace is not taught by subject grace only. It's taught by other subjects that seems to support the notion of grace. That's why we can resist a lot of the challenge of sin in the time that we are living in. And listen to me, saints. There are people who left our church and they always believed the word of God but it comes now that they never actually believed the word of God the way we believe because to them now grace has become disgrace. We looked at the subject according to God's perspective. And now they're interpreting it according to the world. That's why they say we have left the message and now we are on the Bible. Which Bible? It's a closed book. They have left the open book and went to a closed book where a man uses his own carnal and, 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 and human intelligence to interpret the way. This ex-message believers who left us, I'm specific here, us, they have left not us only the truth that we believe in. Because head they have a better thing. Or they left for a higher thing. Their lives would be better than our lives in the message. But, he, but instead their lives are low. Look at their sisters, how they dress, their brothers, how they talk, how they dress, their lives, they, most of them don't, they don't even go to church, and they don't go to church they, uh, like, like they used to, 
consistently like they used to. Most of them have become drunks and smokers. And they want to tell you that they went for a better. Let me just tell you now, they have left the grace. They did not leave us, they left the grace. If they have the better, let them live a better life than my life. Than your life, my sister. Let them show the Bible more than we show it. And even in that state, they are still stubborn. They are still arrogant. To think that this is a scam. The message is not a scam. And let me just tell you, there is nothing higher than the message. There is nothing that can go higher than the message. They have tried. Soto came. Soto Frank Kane, you named them, all of them, could not go above the message. They went to Soto, become pastors who divorced two, three times. They keep, they, they keep divorcing. They keep doing their own thing. Yet they claim they have something better than the message. Let me tell my sister, there is nothing, and there is nobody that can produce a gospel that can go higher than the message. The message is the only gospel that can pass a Christian and produce perfection. And I'll repeat, produce perfection. Nothing can enter into the rapture without perfect love. To learn perfect love, which releases the which releases grace and mercy. Grace and delivery is a message that allows them to be allow them to be people who are useless. People who are reckless, but what's up to the And therefore, they believe grace is working for them. That's how the Pentecostal things. They go into church, they speak in tongues, they do all kinds of things. And then they go back. And start where they, uh, they they left off with all their lives living in iniquity. What is iniquity? Is to know the truth and yet continue in your evil. These people they know the truth, but yet they cannot. Hold the truth. The scripture says they hold the truth in iniquity. That's what they do. And it's unfortunate, you, brother, sister, if you are not going to understand.
understand the subject of grace correctly, you will find yourself holding truth in iniquity. That's why many people in the message now, they always want to find a way to make a message easy. We don't need it to be easy. In the last days, oh my, a strong wine is reserved. How did you manage to preserve a strong wine even at the end of the wedding? That was a question where they were asking after Jesus changed water into wine. And I want to tell you today, sister brother, 1963, the water was turned into wine. We cannot drink and remain sober. We will drink and we will get drunk of the Spirit of God. Why? Our water has been turned into strong wine. So people use the word grace as an excuse to just fall away. Yeah, to, as an excuse just to backslide so that you can do something can you imagine you are the only tool of God look at, look at, look at our place here it's small but it has more people inside what do you think the reason is is the message which you also you still want to make it easy. You want it to be so soft so that the world must understand it. No, the message is made so that you and I can be extremely and totally peculiar. So that we are not like the world. That's why I'm not going to be threatened if my life is odd. And you feel bad because the world is challenging you to be like them. They said that to the man Samson. They, they said to the man Samson, what can we do to make you normal? And that's what they are saying about us in a message. Why are you so interested to be abnormal? And your sister feels bad. Because you want to cut your hair like they do. You want to wear dresses like they do. You are not the world, my sister. You want to prepare yourself as the world does. You are an eternal person. 
my inside listen to me you cannot entertain the world you do not have a continuous city here you are seeking a city to come whose builder and maker is God for Christ says upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it and now the headstone is coming back the headstone is the stone that comes on top so it comes on top of what? it comes on top of the building that has been built and that headstone you and I are expecting it and that headstone is Christ Jesus and the scripture says he brings the capstone with shoutings grace, grace unto it it is the work of grace that keeps us in the message it is also the work of grace that cuts the pattern and take the ex message believers out of the message it is grace that taught me how to fear amen when did grace have an effect in my life? The songwriter says, The hour I first believed. And when we had that fear of grace, we thought it is just uh, to be legalist. No! It was the taste of grace that taught you that your life you used to live was not God's life. It was contrary to God. So what makes you to repeat those things when you have left them? It is lack of grace. Shut and I tell you, if grace, if grace is misconstrued, it will never bring forth grace into you. And it will never lead you to the grace of God. It will only keep you religious because you are not taught Grace the right way. Grace actually helps you not to fall in sin. It does not make you or protect you under sin. No, it takes you out of sin so that you live above the law. The law was given by Moses. But grace is victory. Grace helps you to live for Jesus. But the law condemns you. I tell you, saints, unless you receive grace, you will not be able to overcome. Many people do not overcome their situation. Many people are kept captive by demons. 
Because they lack grace. If grace can be poured out into that person, grace for grace, that person is delivered completely. maybe read the quotation afterwards. Haven't you ask yourself why the scripture says in the book of 1 John chapter 3 verse 9-10 there it says he that is born of God cannot commit sin. Tell me how can the scripture say that? When the scripture realizes that you are vulnerable to elements here and you can fall all the time. Why did the scripture say that? Amen. Why would the scripture say that? Because God trusts his grace. Because you and me that does not trust it. And sometimes does not want to receive it. Because every time grace comes into you, if there is something evil you do, you want to stop it. It makes you scared. It gives you fear. Amen. The scripture says the beginning of wisdom is fear of the Lord. Meaning grace gives you wisdom. Amen. What does that mean? Fear of the Lord. It's not fear of going to hell. It's fear of the Lord. What is the fear of the Lord? Is to recognize and to appreciate what he has given and offered to you. When you have nothing, when you are in hell, and he picked you up, and you start realizing that, 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 that hell 
away I went away with my friends it was tough I found myself drinking where was grace he's telling us it's a test it's not a testimony it's disgrace don't come here and tell us that things that it's not a testimony it's disgrace because grace would have stopped you it tells within you hey man be careful if you do this this will end up here do we care he cares do you the reason why he gives you that conscience is so that the grace of God can communicate with you into victory. It is the grace that taught me how to fear. Find it in a song. To ask grace they taught me how to fear and grace my fears really how precious did the grace of the when the hour I first believed when we build the ten thousand years can you imagine where it takes you come on say that's grace it takes you before the world was like he said to Job where was thou when I laid the foundation and it was grace confronting Job but Job had grace in him. Job had so much reason. He had so many excuses. But Job had grace. Understood that the circumstances 
relationship with God. He knew what I see. Hey, hallelujah. Job knew. When his wife lost grace, said to Job, kiss or test your God and die. Then Job spoke from the position of grace. Said, you speak like a foolish woman. Do you remember when I came here and I was born? I had nothing. And I will go back having nothing. And I shall be his holy name. The man understood grace. He did not forget a circumstances. And want to end the life. That condition gave him courage to leave. It is grace that taught him how to fear. His wife wanted him to lose the fear of grace. But grace taught him that God gave me this thing that I didn't deserve when I lose them. The grace is still with me. Says no, he's lame me. Yet I will love him. It was grace that taught you how to feel. So we need to understand what is grace. Every time grace came in, it saves the people. Amen, amen. I want to see, I want you to see in the scripture. Every time grace came, it secured people from being lost. It is only in our time where grace has gone, gone doing your own thing. It is only in this time. Remember the lawyers called him. And, and he, he was he was troubled a lot with this issue of the lawyers and so forth. And he ran quickly out of the room and says, Tell them I'm not even here. Then they told him, No, he's not here. Then later on, a man came with a sick child. 
And Brother was going to pray for this child. And the voice of God spoke to him. You are a hypocrite. You just lied here. And now you want to come and pray for this child? Grace taught him how to feel. And the prophet told the, 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 the man with the child, Say, I am not worthy to pray for your child because I have lied to my lawyer. So I am going to fix it. And I will come pray for your child. It was grace that taught him how to fear. Secret. 
city where there is no Egyptian. But it was only him and the, the born embodiment of sin. When this woman tells him, I have ensured that nobody comes to work. Nobody will know about this. He was telling, she was telling the truth. Because women die with sickness. They know how to bury a sickness. They die with it. This woman was telling the truth. No, nobody was there. But, but Joseph. He started to see the grace of God. The grace came upon him. And he said to this woman. How can I do such a thing? To my God. And how can I fall to my master? Who gave me favor in his house? God has given you a favor. So that you can live here on earth. He has given you time. That time is God's favor. And you need to understand this. When you are in secrets, it becomes easy to do things that are contrary to God. Where is your God? Because the scripture tells me. Now he went to the lawyer and tell the lawyer I was there and I lied. Please forgive me. Sure. He didn't make excuses on the matter. He went to confess. And then he went back to pray for the child. And the healing was delivered. How many of your things are kept? Your blessings, your job, your money, your this and that because you have unresolved issues. Why you have took advantage of the grace that is given to us as God's favor? It was grace that taught me how to fear. The prophet told the brother when the brother told the prophet, hey, Man, help me out of the spirit of gambling and this and that. God help me. 
And the Prophet said, You can do it. You can do it. He said, nobody has an angry spirit like me. And I had then the, then the prophet related to this guy. And he told him that I took my shotgun to kill these boys that bullied me at school. They were bullying me. Call it be hilly bee. Mean Billy of the hills of Kentucky. And then I took them aside and I started to shoot them. And the bullet did not go through. Said to the first one, just come aside, let me ask you, who wants to go first? Kill you so that you don't see the rest as they go. But I'm killing all of you. And he started to shoot. It didn't go. But then he started to take all the uh, bullets that fell on the floor. And he switched the, uh, the thing on. And he pointed on the ground. It released the bullets. Grace did not say, I'm going to let him kill him. And I will save him by my grace. Is the grace stop him from doing bad? But why is our grace today lead us into doing evil and sin? What kind of grace is that? Who released that particular kind of grace? I tell you, it's not from our Lord. Because that is what grace is, this, is grace. Blessed be your name. It's quite about David. A man was failing for fear. It was not a fear of God. It is because he has done something. And this thing that he has done is about to affect the program of God. And God has to step in now. God sent a prophet so that David can be saved from the situation he found himself in. And David did not keep it a secret. He told it to everyone. 
And God took the child. Because that child was going to be a testimony against David. Grace in David. Kept on breaking him. David was not a free person anymore. Was a king in sorrow. He who is sad. Who can enjoy his days in the palace? Because he was trying to run away from God. And God sent the prophet to tell him, I know all about what you have done. It's up to you if you will take grace that is released to you. David took the grace. We need to understand these things. The people don't see the, oh my, the play of grace in situations. They can only talk about grace where they are falling into issues. But grace was visible when we were victorious. Because he kept you from falling. Can you imagine Abraham? He gave God a hard time. Can you imagine? God told him to be in Canaan. God told him to be in Canaan. This is the, this is the, this is the place I'm giving to you. And to your seed after you. They shall possess this land. And there was famine. And every time when there is famine, they went to Egypt. That's where he lied. To say that this is my sister. It is in fact his sister. But he did not reveal that this sister of mine is also my wife. He didn't say that. And Abimelech took a 90 year old woman to marry. Amen. Hallelujah. I tell you, I am almost 50. I'm not willing to go around with an old woman. What is wrong with me? Ninety year old, can you imagine? And I married ninety year old. That's that's disgrace. But God came in in the weakness of Abraham. That's what the scripture says. Out of weakness, they were made strong. So Abraham's weakness here was a fear to be killed by this guy. But then in that situation, his wife Sarah was submissive and obedient to him. And said, I will do it. 
And yet the message gone around. Even it was at this time he was he was supposed to be on every social media. While he was on his way, grace came down and confronted Paul. And this is what grace said to Paul. Say, Saul, Saul, why is thou persecuting me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And grace said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecuted. Grace prevented him from falling. It did not let him do it. It covered him from doing it. Why is your grace allowing you to do it? We don't read the scriptures right. When we read the scriptures right, we all realize, oh my goodness, who taught us this thing? It is the devil. Grace will give you fear not to gossip. When you take the the name of your pastor out of your mouth. Grace will teach you how to respect, respect the office that he holds. Grace will help you not to gossip your sister. It will help you to pray for your sister. Pray for your brother. It is grace that teaches us. Because God, who is in secret, and who sees in secret, told us, I will be with you. The world will not see me, but you will. But how is it that you see Jesus, and yet you continue in your line of sin? How do you do it? Let me just feel high. Because there's no grace in you or around you. And I want to tell you, you are losing so much. It's time to allow grace to come closer. Because where grace is, God's favor abounds. Yes, there is something. God understands that in each and every era there is an inspiration of evil that lives. Evil that, that, that reigns. Amen. And listen to me. He takes confidence. That's why he releases grace for his people for such a time. Abraham lied because the winter of his time, meaning the atmosphere of evil then, kept uh, pushed him to the corner. Jesus says, if 
those days were not shattered. Not even one soul could be saved. Are you getting that? It means he tells us I have considered the evil, the evil that will reign in your time. He says it will be perilous times where people are heavy high minded lovers of themselves but the lovers of God he says the love of many shall wax cold it is in this day he knew and he took into consideration but yet he said be therefore perfect as your father in heaven is perfect. Be therefore holy. As your father in heaven is holy. How will you be holy? How will you be perfect? Because this is the answer. It is because where sin abounds, grace did much more. Meaning, grace in the condition of a high sin. I don't know what that is. Kilochini. Where sin is big and terrible and worse. The grace of God is higher and abounded much, much more. So you can't tell me I was pressed. I would ask you grace should have done more. Saints, we do not have an excuse because grace when it does more it means it keeps you even far. But how is he doing it? He has already laid a standard. What is the standard of grace in this time? Is the message of the hour. It knew how people will dress. How women will like to be naked. And women will do such a, uh, uh, inappropriate things on public. Putting them on social media. And God told us beware of television. Beware of the phone. Beware of magazines and newspapers. He said it before it has this influence. Why? It was a standard race against the challenge of this time. My brother, my sister, you have no excuse. Amen. The message brought the standard. The message is the standard. The message is the abundance of grace. At this time, to do what? To keep you and I from sinning or from falling into temptation. Glory to God. No, 
Amen. Not to deny the grace. Amen. Hallelujah. So, brother, I must get a Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let me just take you through the scripture, just a little sense. And I will read some quotations so that you can actually be free in your spirit. Do you know that the scripture tells us in the book of Revelation 6, verse 7 and 8, that the pale horse is an inspiration that is released at this time against the people of God? It's against the people of God. It says it's death and hell falls with him. So you and I are expected to overcome the state of death and hell. Because our Lord, by revelation, when he reveals the book, he appears having the key of hell and death. Yeah. There is no way hell and death can defeat you. Yeah. Amen. Are you getting that? So I'm trying to show you, grace did much more. Amen. Now let's read here. And I'm going to read a quotation here in the book of, uh, in the message, the message of grace. Paragraph 56. He says, but now according to the prophecy, there will come the headstone. It is in the book of Zechariah chapter 4. It comes with the shouting grace, grace. Now listen to what the prophet is saying. And when the headstone comes, the prince that, that is going to cry out, the message will cry grace, grace. For it is by grace that we are saved. That's not of works. Lest any man can boost. <laughs> oh my. I want you to realize we are not preaching works. We are preaching grace. But grace, uh, we are preaching faith. And faith without works is dead. So grace is what we preach. Now listen to this. For it's by grace that we are saved, lest any man should boost. And the message of grace has been tramped under the feet of men until it becomes a disgrace. Amen. Amen. Some of them runs out into eternal security. Some runs out into everything. But the true message of grace remains the same. And there's where Satan tries to knock it out from the church. Are you seeing that? He did it. He knocked the grace out of the church so that the church remains without grace. That's why you see in the book of Revelation, grace was knocking at the door. Now listen to this. 
But it's the grace that we are all saved by. So in the deity of Jesus Christ, if the Lord God could come there and confirm that that is the truth, not only that, but by his word to confirm it's the truth and by his signs and wonders he confirms it's the truth then also the grace is the truth then why could anyone criticize and say that grace is wrong that we are saved by works. We are saved by grace. And through faith. Not by works. Works shows. That you have been saved by grace. Meaning works comes after. Salvation has... <laughs> You have been confronted by grace. And you are saved. Then the works comes. The works does not come first. That's what we, are trying, we have been trying to do in the message. Bring works first. And grace has never confronted the person. Oh my. Moses would not go to Egypt saying before he meets grace face to face on the burning bush and grace said to him I will not choose somebody else you are still the person I'm going to Egypt with to deliver my people amen are you getting there? It's grace that taught my heart to fear. What is grace doing to you? Amen. So, he says here, but what saves you is the grace of God. Grace saves you. Grace is what God does for you. Are you seeing that? It's not what you do for him. He is doing it for you. Amen. God was not there to do something for me, so I fell. No. You didn't fall. God is everywhere. You can't tell me he was not he was not there. Singa shona pi, ichoro ge bai. Sisu kakuwe, ake komu, sosa biko, ofana na ye. Singa shona pi, singa shona. Ere umana vesu bineo. Retla fella kai haritua huwe. Again, where shall we go when we leave you? You say you are little. You left, but he's still there. You can't hide. You can't run away from him. 
If you don't believe me, ask, ask Jonah. And if you don't meet Jonah, then ask the devil. The devil will tell you. Or Judas will tell you. I was not aware he saw me all the time. Works is what you do for God. To show appreciation of what God did for you. Are you seeing it now? But by grace are you saved. Okay, you can read that saints further. I wish I could read further on that one, but I want you to read that. Amen. In the book of Romans chapter 5, verse 12 he says, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men. For that all have sinned. For until the law, sin was in the world. But sin is not imputed when there is no law. Meaning, right? So nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses. Even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression. According to uh, after the similitudes, God will try to have a Adam. Amen. Who is the figure of him that was to come? But not as the offense. So also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ. Grace has abounded unto many. Are you hearing the saints? And not as it was by one that sent, so is the gift. For the judgment was by one to condemnation, but the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. Are we getting that sense? This is beautiful. Now, for if by one man offenses, offense death reigned by one, much more they which Receive the abundance of grace. Amen. Amen. And of the gift of righteousness shall reign in the life by one. Jesus Christ. 
It says, saints, the gift of righteousness. Meaning righteousness is gift. Grace is gift. So the scripture says, Abraham believed God. And it was imputed to him for righteousness. Do you understand how important that is? If you believe God, you will be, it will be said of you that you are righteous. Not that you did righteousness, but that you have been given. Why do you want to work for righteousness? When it is just a gift of God. You can't claim I can't be righteous. Well, it is just me a gift. You don't have to buy, no, pay for nothing. That's why you need grace. Because the righteousness of God will be visible in your life. You will tell people when they ask you, I don't know how it happens. But I believe God is giving me the victory. That's what Paul says. Not of works. So that no man can boost. Amen. Now listen to this. Amen. Therefore, as by one, by the offense of one, judgment came upon all men to condemnation. Even so, by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. What is your excuse when God has given you grace as a gift? What, what is your excuse? Amen, listen to this. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound. But where sin abound, grace did much more that as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you seeing that? Oh, blessed be his holy name. That was a beautiful uh, 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 chapter. Let's take Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 4. And I will take you through a few verses. And I know you will love it. Amen. I thank my God always on your behalf for the grace of God which is given you by Jesus Christ. You are given grace. You need to understand that. That in everything you are enriched by him. In all utterance and in all knowledge. Even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you. So that ye come behind in no gift. Waiting for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, when we say Jesus Christ, we are waiting for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
Why am I giving gift? No. He is saying it should not be so. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Who shall also confirm you unto the end that ye may be blameless? I will repeat that saying. That ye may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful by whom ye were called unto the fellowship of his son Jesus Christ our Lord now I beseech you brethren by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ that ye all speak the same thing <laughs> it is as though he speaking to the people in the message please speak the same thing and that he may Ye be, that, that there be no division among you but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment you see grace prevents the word it prevents you from being contrary to the word. It's not an excuse to sin or to live in sin. So, in the book of Hebrews, chapter 2, verse 7, he says, Thou madest him a little lower than the angels and crowned as him with glory and honor and did set him over the works of thine hand thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet for in that he put all in subjection under him. Listen to this. He left nothing that is not put under. So if you have received Christ, if anything, if you commit sin or you commit any kind of uh, evil or any kind of Think that contrary to the weight. It means that particular sin is lot over you. You get me sense? So the scripture tells us that then you are not in Christ. Because sin rules over you. Everything the scripture says. He left nothing that is not put under him. And now the Bible says, we, you and I are seated in heavenly places with Christ. If you are seated with Christ, every sin, every demon, and everything is under his feet. Meaning you have rule over it. That's what grace does to you. It elevates you to Christ. It does not leave you there and say, make it an excuse. 
But we see Jesus. Who was made little lower than the angels. For the suffering of death. And crowned with glory and honor. That by the grace of God. Should taste death for every man. Amen. For it became him. For whom are all things. And by whom are all things. In bringing many sons unto glory. To make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering. Captain of their salvation. Malawudi wa poloso ya Amen. Eh, perfect through suffering. Amen. For both he that sanctifies. And they who are sanctified. Are all one. He that sanctifieth and they that are sanctified are one. For which cause he is not ashamed to call them brethren. Saying I will declare the name thy name unto my brethren. Amen. Hallelujah. And in the midst of the church, I will sing praises unto thee. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, I and the children which God hath given me. For as much then as the children are partakers of the flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took the part of the same. That through death he might destroy him that had the power of death. That is the devil. And deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Are you seeing that saints? Amen. Hallelujah. So, uh, this is something else. The acts of the Holy Spirit. The prophet says here, 176, it was by grace way before the world was formed, God speaking to his angelic beings, and he said, I will have somebody, someone, named William Brennan, to preach the gospel. It's grace that taught me how to fear. It's grace my fears relieved. How precious did that grace appear when the hour I first believe. 
So I already told you about the story. Where the prophet tell us that he told the lawyer that I lied. He said, tell him I'm not even here. And I said, tell him I'm, I'm not even here right now. And I went out. Then I got out there and felt real bad. And come back. And she told him, I seen it hurt her. Amen. You understand that? No. I went out to pray. And there was a man come in. Had a little sick baby. Just as I started to put my hands on, on that baby to pray for it, something said to me, You are a hypocrite. You know what you did. And I said, Sir, I'm not worthy to pray for your child, for your baby. See, the Holy Spirit grieved in me and there's no need in me putting my hands on the baby you just wait till I go make something right and I went down and told the, my attorney I did wrong and I thought you was gone and I said no I said that uh, uh, I caused my wife to say something that was wrong. And I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. And I said, will you forgive me for it? And ask the wife to forgive me also. Then I went back. Up there at Green's Mill. It was in July. Oh, it was real still in the woods. And I had been in a cave all afternoon praying. And I went and stood on the rock. I went and stood on the rock. Out there and I could look way across the hills. So pretty and leaves everything just quiet. What was he going to do? He was going to ask for forgiveness. And the whirlwind came there where he was. And he blew. It blew. As it passed through that particular place where the prophet was. And then you know what he said? While he was standing there at the rock, he said, if you forgive me for the, that evil that I have done, could you pass by here again and let me see you? Just like Moses did. And the whirlwind. Amen. Amen. And just over my left, on, on the side of, of the hill there was a little whirlwind beginning to blow real easy in the leaves it come right down along my side like that and passed right through down through the woods 
And I just cried like a baby. I went back down and said, I know my sins are forgiven me now. So that's what we can do, Lord. To ensure that grace has an effect in our lives. Grace is a powerful tool, saints. And let's not take, for, take it for granted. The Lord bless you, saints. Amen. Hallelujah. be the name of the Lord. So uh, we did some services in Bloemfontein and that day uh, the day was just alone Amen. and we could not actually really Anointing when his wife was not around. Because that's not how God works. Your wife needs to be there to confirm her support to the ministry. So that's what we call community of property. So, but in a spiritual way. She needs to know that she is saving together with him. And he needs to know that he's not working alone. He's working with her. This we do it for the good so that those who are actually appointed, they are under a covering. So that God can help them to work and to serve where they are weak God will be their strength and the service will also be an anointed service and the congregation here will be led by a true anointing of God Amen not a man Christ's anointing. Amen. Hallelujah. And I want you to understand, saints, because we are trying to work hard now, not for the church, but for the kingdom of God. Because he sent us out to preach the gospel to every creature. So we need to do that. We need to give birth also as uh, our dear Pastor Kumalo preached. We cannot remain alone. The scripture says, when the corn of wheat does not fall onto the ground and die, it abideth alone. So when you abide alone, you are a proof that you have not experienced death in the flesh. So therefore, you cannot produce for Christ. That's why Christ says, any branch in me that beareth not fruit, the Father cut. So some of us, we ask ourselves, why aren't we bearing fruit? We are no longer at the tree. 
But we can make the opportunity from today and say, Lord, please help us to be productive and fruitful in your kingdom. I will invite my friend. I will invite my relative. Tribulation is not a place where you would actually want your loved ones, even your enemy to go. Amen. The tribulation is terrible things. And I tell you, it is so near too. As much as the rapture is. You may think, oh, this man likes the rapture, he just wants to talk about it. What can I talk about? I'm not looking out to go to the best restaurant. To a great place in overseas. No. The highest thing and the priority is the rapture. If I go to a restaurant or a nice place, that's a bonus. But that's not where I'm going. I'm going to the rapture. My place in my mind, day and night, is to find myself in the rapture. So, saints, I'm going to, to do the work uh, to the elder today. So, we anointed them for the work of the ministry, all of them, but others we will be grooming in certain areas. Though, uh, that's why we also want to uh, uh, groom uh, Brother Makulwani also, Daddy Makulwani also, we want to groom him also. Uh, for a pastoral service. Amen. Hallelujah. And there are many other ministers that we are actually trying to put them into that so that they can be able to look after the flocks and to learn, to start, we start training them. But we must appoint them all first in the work of the ministry in the church. Amen. Hallelujah. So you will have to write some certain things, um, some name, some name or whatever. At the time when you do that, Amen. and then we will say, "You tell us who you want." You see, but now we appoint these people for the work of the ministry as the elders' policies appoint elders, ordain them, so that they may work. So among the elders that are ordained, and that's where we start to do. The particular work. Amen. So do not be taken by the things I'm saying because there are plans here and young people and so forth. We want them to work. So Amen. So so we will talk so that before Sebeta, that it's by all of us, we are in line and in tune. So that before we can do that, you know that I would be doing that also. 
so that you can go and work out there. But uh, there is a particular uh, things that we need to talk also. So so that we are Amen. Amen. So, my brother, from someone in our And we got a marunamo. I grew with your hand, Kitsura Pilagi, Kitsura Pilaki. Lemukila Kerbana or eh? So Lunaba and Alejandra, he's a landlord that the other people in my native. I can call a matter of fair, you want to buy another native by Redig and Chen area. Harukwala <laughs> That day, Excellent and master. The Lord gave his wife, 
Oh 